Ben Jakeman, welcome to the Liam Senior Show. Massive appreciation for letting me come on and be, be the first guest, actually. Yeah, I know, so well. I'm honoured. <laughs> who else? Who else could we have on? But uh, with yourself, no. It's, yeah, we've. Uh, I've been really excited to, to get you on and to, uh, to to sort of expand the show and get some guests on. I thought, you know, who do I want? Who do I want? people who've been listening to the show to uh to to see and to to learn from and and you're the first person i thought of because uh, i've certainly learned learned a lot from you we've uh, we've known each other for a good little while now and you've you've certainly helped uh, help me so do you want to sort of introduce yourself and kind of just give a, a, a sort of overview of what what it is that you do yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, it sounds good to be like say it is to be first. Someone has to be, I suppose. Well, so that's it. It's all downhill. <laughs> You're the guinea pig. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so the, for the guys that don't know me, I'm uh, Coach Ben. I'm, uh, that's what everyone calls me. You know, Ben Jakeman. I live in, in the Middlesbrough. I've uh, been in the health and fitness industry for not going about be twentieth year now, I believe. Wow. Which really though, I actually started out in engineering. So I call, I say it to everyone, uh, I've got a health and fitness background, but with an engineer's brain, if you know what I mean. So yeah. I think that's quite useful when you think of the body is electromechanical. So a young lad, sixteen year old. Uh, lived out in the pit villages of Durham. Uh, had to travel far to go anywhere, you know. So <laughs> I was travelling to um, to Darlington um, College to get get qualifications, as you do, uh, and that eventually progressed into me uh, leaving that part of the engineering world, which at the time was heavy metal fabrication. That's where it all started. But I went in the army, and I could have continued that on. And there was a great man who was who was in the recruitment said, "Okay, we can fast track you and go where you want." Or what you could do is you've got a good, uh, like a barb test, I believe they called us, okay. like an intelligent test, basically. Yeah. So, so you've, you've done really well there. Uh, why don't you go and get another trade? We can You can get another full trade for free. And I was like, okay. okay. I never thought about that. Sounds good. <laughs> so, we, so he was like, okay, you're you, you top of the marks here. Why don't you get this? Uh, this is this, and one of them was avionics. So I did avionics in the army. So it was electrical work for helicopters. Yeah. Um, All ideas above my station. Have, so yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so and that's where, that's where really my engineering and health and fitness started because obviously, okay. um, you know, you become obsessed with fitness when you when, when you go in the army. I was very lucky at the time to uh, instead of just being outside of the phase one where you just get yeah. beasted and it's all about fitness and, <laughs> and actually that was the most exciting part yeah. in phase two of the army everyone's a slightly different but basically I went to an army college and then from there it was you know go on do all your courses but they wanted to do an experiment at the time uh, instead of just beasting people what I mean by that is just thrashing them with <laughs> yeah. the of the life to you know whatever yeah. method they used to That's do how that. I imagine the army to be with yeah, yeah, yeah. So full metal like, jacket or <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna split you in two and the army wanted to do an experiment so instead of just doing that what we're going to do is we're going to put you through a personal training and a nutrition course to okay. teach you all about it and at the end you're then going to choose the method of training you're going to do and then we're going to we're going to test that against the rest of the people in the army so right. i found it was super interesting obviously and that became my start of obsession with with health and uh sort of fitness nutrition Brilliant. was there any any part of you when they said that that thought you were going to be some sort of uh, super soldier captain america program and that was the experiment <laughs> you, were, you were suddenly going to become a superhero well i'm not, I'm not sure i was obsessed with marvel at the time but <laughs> <laughs> not the time <laughs> but yeah that, that's obviously the start of it and then you know fast forward that for many years wherever i went in the world uh wherever I came out of the army and helped football teams uh, for fitness or I was you know worked in multiple locations around the world I obviously always helped people uh, with yeah. fitness as well and that was just part of that it was that love for helping people um, and I think the, the real sort of change happened when I was about 30 year old I went to Africa 
Um, you know, I was still a, still working engineer at the time. I was in Newcastle working on the roof as an electrician, and I was like, "This is not why I got into the industry." <laughs> it was raining, wetsuit yeah. on wellies, yeah. and then I got a, a random phone call out of the blue, and they were like, "Okay, well, found your CV online." I was like, "Didn't even know I had my CV online." <laughs> so Ooh, this okay, is before yeah. the times of you know really having your CV library and stuff. Yeah, no, so no, that's it. I didn't really put it out there. I wasn't looking for jobs, and uh, was I'm going to call it serendipity. Someone yeah. rang me up. We've seen your CV online. We you've been in the army. We want some people to go out to harsh environments in Africa. Um, and, you know, it's not going to be easy. Do you want to do it? I was like, absolutely. No, yeah. There was no there was no, no, was no, second thought. Yeah. So spent two years in Sierra Leone, which wow. the, it was the pinnacle. If anyone has a point that changes them around in life, that yeah. was mine. Uh, and it really made me appreciate all life at that yeah. point. And, and truly when I've come away from there is two years time of having all this great experience and, and actually building a gym from scratch yep. and from which was a real uh, great thing but I came away with appreciation for people and, and life more yeah. than anything because they had nothing yeah. they had nothing um, so that was a real ch- changing point to me I then going imagine. right do I want to do I really want to leave the engineering world behind and yeah. and um, and come in truly full time into health and fitness world which I was just doing because I yeah. loved it you know one of those crossroad moments I guess isn't it where yeah. you're doing something that isn't really sort of ticking all your boxes it's not it's not what you want to do not what you're passionate about mm. and then you have these moments so was there a specific moment then that you can I mean obviously the experience was 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 life changing as a whole mm. but was there a, was there a, a specific moment where you thought all, all these kind of feelings came to you and you thought, I want to do something different. I'm going to change my life. Yeah, well, I can credit that to my wife, actually. Yeah, hey. so I met my wife who I was working. So I'd left. That was Sierra Leone, so where I was in Africa for two years. Then I went offshore and some onshore. I went to Ethiopia at that point, which is amazing. Went to uh, Oman. I went to uh, Thailand. Then came back into Denmark. And then I went working eventually in the British waters. Uh, and then that's when I met my wife who didn't grow up f- uh, that far with me anywhere. Uh, and at that point, I was like, I'm not in this for the fulfillment. So yeah. I, 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 you know, when I do make a decision, I make them very uh, rapidly and I just take action. That's what everyone knows me for. Yeah. So, I, so I did that. And uh, that's when I tr- truly entered the health and fitness space for, for good and forever because obviously yeah. I'm here now. So. <laughs> Fantastic. And it didn't start with how it is now. So you've, no. you've, you've had your experience in the army, you've come away, you've had that almost epiphany moment mm-hmm. where you think, I want to do something different. I want to do something I'm passionate about. Where did that, and so, sorry. So the, the, um, the qualifications and things you'd, you'd already done that in the army as part of the um, personal training nutrition kind of mm-hmm. side of things where did it then having had that moment you come back from Sierra Leone you've done some more traveling what happened then uh, opened my own what you would not my, people might know it's quite common now at the time it wasn't but a big CrossFit facility so yeah. so I owned that for six years which uh, transitioned and I eventually rebranded that again because I was part of a mission where if I, if I don't like something and I'm a big massive fan for advocate for change and yeah. progression mm-hmm. that uh, I just progressed that along along with yeah. me as well um, I think that's quite an entrepreneurial skill I yeah, think where you yeah. kind of have these ideas that mm. might merge or might yeah. change and mm. obviously that's the right sort of mindset to have if you can take massive action I guess yeah I think uh, as, a, as a brand for someone to go and join the CrossFit family let's call them really mm-hmm. good again I, I quickly outgrew them because I've got some you know different views on health and fitness so I didn't quite align with my yeah. with my personality with my values and like anything you naturally find yeah. something else that does and very lucky yeah. then to ask, just ask them bigger questions and I always do okay well what else is out there what can I do better Yeah, because um, something doesn't quite fit here so mm-hmm. I've searched out the best mentors in the world which are a two brain business who are based in Canada America and they you know I think have around 750 premium 
gyms wow. under that. And, and, and when I say gyms, anyone in the health and fitness industry, mm-hmm. we're across all the way from uh, nutrition to yoga, CrossFit, powerlifting, you know, anywhere yeah. across that space. If you own a health and fitness or nutrition facility and you want to help people, they're the people to go to, you know. Okay. So and is that, so are they, do you kind of come under their sort of umbrella or is it more of a mentorship? It, to kind a, of a true mentorship yeah, where they build their own courses, uh, they built their own uh, CRM, so, you know, to track every, all of your data to help you make better decisions. And with that, they're the only company in the world, I believe, still to the date is, to gather data, industry data, which mm-hmm. was very interesting because it allows you to, uh, in the industry, it's very fragmented and no one really speaks to each other. Okay. That's another one of my philosophies. I'm sure we'll get into later. Yeah. But when everyone's fragmented, they're in, I believe, called like silos. If we're in these little silos yeah. and we don't communicate, I think that's when the human race doesn't progress yeah. is when we're not communicating. We always see each other as competition. When we're not, we're just yeah. some people doing the same thing. But actually, every, in, in, let's use companies as an example. Or if we're in the same business, we're doing the same business we're across the street from each other, we're going to attract different people because we're different people ourselves. Yeah. We have different visions. We have different values. And that's what uh, mm. that's a great thing about that. But we should still communicate and we yeah. should actually collaborate. Well, collaboration, you yeah. nail on the head. That that for me is, is a big thing. I, I always think even in... Um, uh, the the brewing side of stuff that we do and, and more recently um this sort of setup and the media side of things that i don't like the word competitors because that does that instill that i've got to beat them mm. i've got to be the best and yes i want to be the best me that i can be but you're right i think there's more to be said for finding people where you have synergy you have same interests and and, and passions but maybe slightly different sort of tweaks on that and and there's a massive um opportunity and appetite i guess there to to be able to collaborate and, and come together and, and create new things and things you wouldn't be able to do by yourself 100 percent, yeah that, that's it that's truly what it is isn't it yeah. you're always going to do better <laughs> with yeah together we're always going to achieve more aren't you so yeah using the using the uh, acronym. <laughs> yeah. yes yeah 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 that's mm. it and, uh, and and that so then you'd started with the the uh, the CrossFit kind of thing the family you outgrew them, um, or, or sort of your appetite changed, or, or you discovered more so more, what your appetite more, was. Yeah, more skills, more knowledge, and, yeah. and inspiration along the way. And again, yeah. always that just challenging the let's say the glass ceiling. So yeah, thing. okay, can can we do more? Is there is there anyone out there doing better? Because I always want to go learn from the best. Mm-hmm. So it's you yeah. know we're working with Tubring Business and eventually worked in their, their team eventually which yeah. was amazing uh, same with an amazing company called Level Method again yeah. so we've got the biggest health and fitness mentors in the world which I was one of their clients and then worked yeah. on their sales team eventually same for so Level Method was the only one of only three fitness facilities in the UK to use their stuff at the yeah. time ended working for them eventually as yeah. well so, that, so that's how my that's how I I always seek the top of whatever we do yeah. um, um, and for just me to be personally better by by doing that learn from the best definitely but also um, my personal philosophy for all, all of life has become a Buddhist term called Shoshin okay. which I tell that to everyone to go and look at which basically just means beginner's mind I'm not an expert in any field and I doubt I ever will be and if you have that mentality, you're always there. It's going to be a beginner. Going yeah. to go, okay, what I, I know you're going to, and already have taught me loads of things that are very useful for me across the spectrum. And every single person will. If you have that view, mm-hmm. then you're not trying to see yourself at the top of the pyramid and just, yeah. you know, you will learn so much more like that. Yeah. So well, that, from groups we know, yeah. you know, lifelong learning is a big, a big thing. But um, one of my mentors, uh, Lee, Lee Flanagan, he, um, he always talks about, you know, success leaves clues. And I, that's always something that, that, sticks with me because I think you're absolutely right. If you want to be the best at something, if you are, well, like you said, we don't have to be an expert, but if you want to be the best you, you can be in a particular field, then look at other people in that industry, look at other people in that world, 
and look at what they do. How have they been successful? Because that, they won't have just done that right out the bag, will they? They would have had a few, you know, trial and error, some dark mm. days and some you know, times when they got it wrong. Mm. But actually now they've found this thing that's working. And you, even if you just take that knowledge on board or if you reach out to them to, to think, you know, I love what you do. I want to know more about it. Mm. Can we work together? Can you help me? And I'm sure more, you know, most people are, are more inclined to, to say yes and, and want to help with whatever your goals are and, and, and whatever you want to learn. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, we're growing up through, I'm having 40 in a couple of weeks, which most people won't believe. But I do, I'm not certainly don't look 40 and everyone tells, tell me that. So maybe I'm doing something right. Obviously, you know, being a health coach, hopefully it's working. Yeah, it would be the, the worst around, wouldn't it, if you were like 40? Yeah. Is that it? I thought you were 50. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and looking at what shape and unhealthy, but it's like uh, something I've always picked up throughout society is it's, it's, you, you, Certainly when I was growing up, I grew up in the 80s, it's about getting a job or getting something and sticking it for life. Yeah. I don't believe that's the way to go to ever pick up true experience. No. Where I've always been, well, certainly until I joined the Health and Fitness World for good, it would have been contracting. Mm-hmm. Every single situation, every person, every company, every group, every culture, yeah. you would learn something new. And I think what I class myself as these days as a lifestyle coach, mm-hmm. and that's a completely unregulated term, <laughs> would mean to me just <laughs> simply that I want to l- help people to live healthier lifestyles. And if I hadn't been through all of these situations, situations mm-hmm. uh, met all these people companies cultures and all I wouldn't be the person I have today and hence I wouldn't have the company I've got today yeah, yeah. so it's, it's all it's all part of that isn't it? so what we were taught might be bad in our society is actually a good thing so yeah not I think it, it takes you time to kind of figure that out and I think I, I, I always think that um, I think about my, my my kids when when they enter the working world and um, you know uh, to try and find what it is they want to do I feel like there'll be less less people who are employed by a company and do a job nine mm-hmm. to five and that's it. I think, I think future generations will tend to be their own business. they will be mm-hmm. Joe Bloggs limited or, or whatever it might be. And they will perhaps have a few feathers in their cap or strings to the mm-hmm. bow and they'll do a bit of this, do a bit of that yeah. and, and be their own business. And, and it might not be the same thing you do all day, every day. You'll do a bit of this and mm-hmm. a bit of that, or you might work across a similar field and it's, I do this about nutrition, but this is fitness. And then this is something else that I do. And I think there's, I think more people now with the flexibility and technology, allowing people to work from home, allowing people to do and try different things. I think we're going to see perhaps more of that as, as, uh, as generations, as generations try different things. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look at Google's been doing that for years, haven't they? They know yeah. that they want to keep people engaged, yeah. And that being an employee of a company's maybe, you know, it, okay, it brings the money mm. in, but that's not certainly it isn't my certain driving factor. Yeah. So if they can then work on their own little projects, that then stops them going yeah. and starting to do that. Yeah. Or maybe they're just encouraging them to do that. Yeah. And obviously, like you said, now obviously the last couple of years has speeded that up for people, and and, yeah. <laughs> and you know, again, it's made it's given changes to my life that. Mm. And my businesses that I lost previously that you might think is negative, but I think it's positive yeah. because it's, again, I wouldn't be here right here to now. No, and, and how did that, so the pandemic, I think we've alluded to there, is, mm. has caused a lot of people and a lot of businesses to pivot and to change. Some, unfortunately, haven't survived or been able to sustain during a really difficult period. But how did, mm. how did the start of 2020 really kind of change your direction or, 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 or give you other things or other food for thought? Yeah, I mean, I had a I had a really big facility for a business of my size, uh, which was five and a half thousand square feet, which is big for a for a gym of that size. And obviously, there's a lot of pressure on there as a bit single business owner, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously having uh, a business that's built around clients that are on recurring, you know, 
income stream from memberships then when that disappears uh, that obviously causes a lot of problems mm. so then uh, then you obviously you own, there was two options really to close or borrow loads of money off the government so I went yeah. for option B well. thinking, <laughs> I, thinking I could uh, you know yeah. correct it and obviously uh, now I've finally closed it down in November was there officially closed it down yeah. a few weeks ago handed the keys back and obviously there's still all that to sort but it's actually it's a, it's a blessing in disguise because mm-hmm. the journey I'm on now really started a year almost a year ago today yeah. which is uh, unique yeah. And that can, I, I imagine would be a lot of people think, well, that's the point now I'm going to get a job. I'm not going to carry on. It's not worked um, in the way I was thought it was going to or, or environment changes have meant I can't do what I want to do in this way. Um, you know, it's time to, uh, it's time to get a job. So, so that forced you perhaps to um, go down another rabbit hole and, and really kind of explore that, which I, I guess is what's led to the new brand and the new, um, the new way in which you, you do help people. Cause it's not, you know, you're not, you're not a personal trainer, which you've got experience in, mm. you know, that health coach, Coach Ben, um, is is a completely different sort of way of, of helping people. So how, how did that kind of come about? You mentioned the mentors previously, did they have a hand in that or? Yeah, um, yeah, I suppose they did actually, yeah. So at the end of working with the two American companies, there's a third American company involved, <laughs> which again, they they did something very different, yeah. which I could only get, um, maybe describe as is um, executive coaching. So it's, right premium you know you're charging people a lot of money but in the go there is everything they would ever need in their life to solve it so you know there was mindset coaching and there there was all of the other stuff i've been doing um and and then doing that was a real sort of step outside of the box so i think the only company in the world to go and do it and i was in their test beta group again i'm I'm always that person so i'm like (laughs) i need to do this you don't have the money but if i don't i won't and it really sort of helped the the business survive for so long but also again that was another reason why i'm doing this today is because i I took i took things from them i meant uh, as a bit of a segue to that is i met a guy years ago he was an army guy as well and uh, he said to us i go to people's uh personalities and situations and take their skills and knowledge like a magpie and i just take yeah. i take things that i think yeah. would be really good for me so that's a good way of looking at it as well yeah. you just you know, yeah i really like that okay yeah like this and and that's what it is it's all just sort of seems to be i've just slotted together everything i've ever done was meant to be fit into the business i've started yeah. now which is, is is truly all built around um my individual experiences so certainly no company out there like it yeah so uh, which is good brilliant and um, so the things that you've brought and learned from them into what you do now, mm. is it still a lifelong learning? Is there still more for you to be kind of exploring or, or, or what's the, what's been the the big pivotal thing that you've learned now that's kind of changed, changed what you do? Oh, oh, always lifelong you know, learn. Yeah. So, I mean, my personal mission for anyone that's ever met me or talked to me in business or became a client, I've got a personal mission to help 10,000 people reduce chronic disease and illness, which yeah. unfortunately comes from a negative thing, but I'm going to positive, put a positive spin on it. I lost a mother to cancer four years ago. Yeah. And I'm sure that. lots of people can resonate with that. Yeah. And then also a, a friend a couple of years at 40 as well. So both in exactly the same cancer. Yeah. And for me, using things like the cancer stats where it's now one of us two is going to get cancer. I'm sorry, but I don't accept that. I just don't personally. So that's my personal drive behind that to search out, um, new things, new technologies, new ways of doing stuff and just look any, any way I can. And, and I think that's why I love uh, research science more than anything else. Yeah. Because uh, anyone that follows research science, and I'm not one, but I have lots of friends that are <laughs> research scientists at the highest levels, yeah. um, is that they are always trying to prove themselves wrong. Right. They're not trying to be the expert. 
which okay. I love and I love oh, okay. it's my fits my philosophy mm-hmm. is like I'm, I'm just a beginner learning off these some amazing mentors now where in the last year I've learned more than the 19 years combined easily wow. which is which is insane so I'm walking around with all this uh, extra knowledge <laughs> and uh, and some extra tools to help people which is is shown in the business model I have now yeah. and that's I suppose you've got a big kind of mountain to climb with that when you think about big pharmaceuticals mm-hmm. you think disease is disease it's life we have to get on with it you have to shovel these pills down your throat and that's the only way you're going to be able to you know mm-hmm. hopefully win the battle but from conversations we've had you know you've you've helped me to see that it, it's it, it's not like that that's not it's not about treating what you've got is it no, no, not at all. You've got a, a really big picture. So if I, I'm like, again, I'm not the expert. It's just trying to get people to really open their eyes because we live very busy lives and mm-hmm. we just accept uh, convenience. We've got instant gratification world where we want results now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, um, fitness and health are very different things which people don't realise. You know, yeah. fit people can be unhealthy and there's many out there. Um, yeah. And I suppose that's how I sort of like fell into things like blood testing and stuff, which I do now, which is yeah. we, I use independent people to do that in companies and it's, and it's good. Um, it's, again, it's just that it's an extra layer of evidence to help people as well because yeah. um, I'm a massive fan of, you know, anything herbal. I, I like, uh, you know, Chinese medicine. I like you, you follow back, you know, fasting and things like that as well, which is a, another rabbit hole we get down. But <laughs> it's things we've been doing for many thousands of years, but now we have the ability to, to use research science for example to do that yeah so these are these are many many things that i've uh briefly touched on there that i'll use in my new business model i self-practice and i can give people you know at least 10 years of experience by well this is how it's affected me yeah and when i've had other clients uh, i've led them to the information you know like that's yeah. the, you know because i can't prescribe anything so i'm like okay this is how it's affected me this is the information i found along the way here's all of the the signs behind it if you're even interested yeah, yeah. and then you know they tend to go down the wrong rabbit hole and then again it's about then opening their minds to, to something different out there to just like what we're stuck in now yeah uh, well that's that's it i suppose as well another nail on the head there is is you talk about you can't prescribe something as mm-hmm. such but the only thing you things you would be able to prescribe would be tablets would be yeah. medication and it's not yeah. about that is it so it's mm-hmm. it's um yeah the i mean obviously we met through conversations that we'd, we'd had um obviously i've i have a chronic illness and, and you were talking about kind of how um you know things like the gut and, and and cellular health isn't it that's um that's really kind of where diseases like this can can start but also where we can look to yeah prevent them in the first place mm. but if we find ourselves in those situations you know finding a way to cope with them I, I, what i have is incurable um currently fingers crossed never know. Mm. um but yeah you sort of supporting my immune system in a different way mm. to hope to try and make things different in a positive way yeah like yeah so it's like uh, wrapping all of that together it's obviously we do live in a pharmaceutical world where you know looking at this really big, bigger picture without having any experience any medical training and then i just ask yourself bigger questions yeah. you know what have we been doing for the last 60 years because we've been using uh well let's use we've obviously been using gyms we've been using pharmaceuticals we've been using uh calories now which this yeah. which i hate the word <laughs> uh, it's something i don't ever use with my clients we've we've got all this new stuff or you know we've we've 
deemed or termed stuff and it isn't helping us bigger yeah. picture because it's not what yeah, we yeah. have now is the best medical care we've ever had before we've got you know the best nutritional advice we've ever had before and actually you know this world is getting sicker and faster and things like you know ms are growing on a yeah. autoimmune problems growing 10 percent every year and like we've already mentioned cancer mm-hmm. so you you open open that open that kind of worms and it goes very very deep into yeah. many many different categories but they're unfortunately they're all getting worse aren't yeah, they? Yeah, and yeah. what we're doing isn't working so it's like okay well what did we do before that is my question yeah so what's causing that and what did we do before that that meant numbers and things like this were were less so what tends to trigger things like this in our bodies to create disease and and and, and sickness well the, the the so these are non-communicable diseases so i mean that we're not spreading them between each other so it's not like we've had just the COVID thing and where they can be spread it's we're actually we're giving them to ourselves or yeah. to, it's coming from our lifestyle so I would call mm-hmm. them lifestyle lifestyle diseases and hence why I call them as a lifestyle coach I just want you to live a healthier lifestyle yeah um, so you've got to wind it back a few years to yeah. where, where as far as what I believe is medical records go to mid-Victorian era so 1850 and 1900 I believe that the human race was healthier then than it was now and that's where okay. the data lies I think yeah. uh, even though they didn't have all of our technology <laughs> no. you know so it was very very simple life but they all had very active jobs um you know uh, there wasn't people weren't smoking as much people weren't drinking as much people were, we did and we had a better food chain and source and mm-hmm. we didn't have as many chemicals or yes lump all of them into chemicals as a massive one and there wasn't as many people on the planet there's yeah. 2.8 billion as opposed to 7.8 billion people yeah. each one of them has its own problems and if yeah. you i think if you add them all together and you can go down any of them rabbit holes you want to yeah. uh, but uh, if you add all of them together then you know we we, we start to get problems yeah uh, you talked there about the convenience of things as well mm-hmm. we like you know that like you said instant gratification smartphones information is at, mm-hmm. at our fingertips um technologically mm. and medicinally uh, we are the, the most advanced we've ever been but that isn't that isn't working is it but no. um the diet and things that were different i know you touched on that you, you mentioned that um you deem things like cancer and ms mm. as like a lifestyle yeah. disease i'm sure there'll be some people who would hear that and get their backs up and be like well yeah, you can't yeah. say that mm-hmm. like and, and that my life's been affected by x mm. y and z yeah. how can it be that way but the evidence is there to suggest that people's lifestyles were different yeah. therefore the disease and um yeah numbers or percentages of people that had these types of diseases were were a lot different um and i think as a because because we're so used to that information and things that are easy we don't ask a lot of questions mm. sometimes um so one of the things you mentioned to me quite recently was uh you were talking about so your drink there is is water mm. uh is lemons and yeah. is it a bit of salt did bit you say salt, a bit of salt there, there to give you yeah give you what you need um and you were talking to me about like oh maybe have this instead of your your second or third coffee because mm. it'll it'll give yeah. you the energy yeah. but make sure you pick these type of lemons and yeah, yeah, so yeah. they were well yeah, yeah the, 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 back to the food chain so let, let's just wind it back and then let's finish out i suppose where the last one it almost went was i believe one of the strong correlations like you know it is about it is a correlation between the human food source as um so polyphenols not to get too science from what i understand is they're basically nature's antioxidants right and in the human race i'll use my own word here cross-pollination of foods so we've bred foods we've always done it you yeah. know certainly since the uh since actually since man started and domesticated ourselves and we yeah. we went from uh you know tra- travelers and you know moved across the land to when we start making civilizations and at that point we had to domesticate crops and i think ever since then we've naturally been doing it but now we have the technology to breed foods together yeah. to create new types of foods and make it grow more times a year grow yeah. in colder weather grow in harsher environments and then with that we've then you know 
where maybe a crop would grow once a year, we now can the ability to grow multiple times a year. And then we've made things sweeter, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the list goes on and on and on. And obviously yeah. we do it for the good of man, but really not realising exactly what, it, what it's doing along the way. Yeah. And I'll use something that I do know the data for. In the world, I believe 99% of the, 99.9% of the world's wheat is one type of wheat now because we've bred out everything else, which is dwarf wheat, I believe. Wow. And it's not good for us, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. so that's one of the things where we've got so yeah. far down the road where it's really hard to go and correct that now, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So... We've, we've done it for mm. any one of all of them reasons. So we've done it to try help yeah. the human race and, and, the, and support the, the growth of the human race. But obviously then every, you're looking really big, big, big picture in that. And then how does that affect us if we do that? Yeah. So I'd like asking these questions. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and even from like, even from an aesthetic point of view with mm. food, we're so conscious about what our food looks like. Mm. So going back to the lemons, yeah. it's there, you know, you were saying don't, don't pick the ones that are wax coated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cause yeah. they're just there to look nicer, yeah, but actually right. that's a chemical that's been then put onto the food. Yeah. Um, which, yeah. And, and, and one of the, so there's a, the, a term that, or a phrase that you use, um, that I've I've told lots of people, and um, it's something that sticks with me. And you always you've, you've said this a couple of times that um, food doesn't come in packaging; products do. Yeah, and that I think resonates with a lot of people because it's almost layman's terms. Then, if it's if it's boxed and packaged and in a freezer, and mm. it's it's probably got a load of crap in it that isn't good for you. Yeah. Whereas if you go to your green grocers, if you go to a fishmonger's or mm. a butcher's or wherever it might be, and get fresh food that's that's in season yeah. because. You know, it wasn't that long ago that we'd only have sprouts and strawberries and things once a year, asparagus, you know, it would be whenever that was in season. And now we can get whatever we want, whenever we want. And do we need it? There's, there's two things there. There's two massive things there. Exactly. Yeah. I'll go over the second one first is something is this, it is simply eat seasoning. Like you said, mm-hmm. I mean, think about how that's going to affect the body. So um, let, let's just pick on one of the things. Let's say, because obviously we eat lots of fruit now because we know it's good for us. Is it good for us? Yes. It's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But is it good for us every day, all year round? I, I don't think so no. because it was seasonal. So that's mother nature design stuff that way. Yeah. And obviously we can fly stuff in from anywhere in the world to mm-hmm. do that. And then again, there's still lots of crossbreeding going on when we're making things sweeter and stuff where one of the biggest problems in the world I believe is we have our addiction to sugar where yeah. we're, oh. the human body has, <laughs> has not it hasn't devised a mechanism to deal with the amount of sugar we have right. where it has some for something like salt yeah. but it won't have for something like sugar because you might have went for I can't remember the statistics now but let's say a cup of sugar per, per year in your body up to you know something that's going to fill half of this room if you know what I mean so yeah. but it's because we think things are healthy and they are, but not to be at all of the time. So if you just yeah. simply move to seasonal eating, you know, I'm going to guess a lot of your problems would go away. Yeah. You know, definitely. even just that one thing alone, you know, see, we're living in a world where we starting to break down the nutrients of stuff and nutrition truly means to me nutrients. Yeah. And while body survives on nutrients, it doesn't survive on calories. Yeah. That's, that's the true, that's the true part of it. If you understand that and we're, yeah. we're obsessed in a world with calories in and calories out, where actually, no, we should be obsessed with the yeah. nutrients in food. Yeah. And briefly, like you touched up, we're looking, the look of food and the, yeah. and also the taste of food, even though food should be tasty, it shouldn't be the, it shouldn't be the main driver behind it. It's going to yeah. be, oh my God, this is going to be so nutritious that I can do that. Yeah. Even though in the modern world that we live in, like our food isn't anymore. So it's getting, mm-hmm. it's getting harder to, um, have the same nutrients in. Um, it's that sweetness you talked about. Yeah, that, yeah. that that desire for everything to be sweet and to, yeah. you know, we use a lot of sugar and we've perhaps bred uh, different fruits and, mm. and vegetables to have a, a sweetness to them because then we're more inclined, we like this, I'll eat more of it. Yeah. But actually you've affected and changed, altered the nutrients there. So it yeah. might not be as nutritionally 
valuable to you as it would be had we just let it be. <laughs> yeah, like 100 years ago. For, so the, I believe the term is heritage foods. Right. So where we had heritage foods, now we don't have them anymore. We've, we've got this new modern generation of... I call it cross-pollinated. We've, yeah. we've bred things together to, to, you know, for whatever reason we've done that, probably to just feed the human race yeah. more than anything else. Yeah. And obviously in doing that, then we have a lack of nutrients and then that compounding effect to things like, uh, you know, the change in the, uh, the, the, the government getting involved in our food chain about yeah. 60, 70 years ago where they had controlled the food pyramid, which I think is crazy. Uh, and we mm. took fat out of our diet and, yeah. and link all that back down to someone like Dr. Ansel Keys who got it all wrong when he said fat was bad for us. Yeah. You know, and he pointed the finger at um, and fat and salt instead of sugar and smoking, <laughs> which is <laughs> done the human race. I think that was been the final nail in our sort of health coffin as we've been, <laughs> as we've been slipping down for the last 70 yeah. years. I mean, I could tell you that smoking and sugar are probably mm. worse for you than Yeah, we live in a messed up world where mm. uh, if, let's say, let's use products, for example, because it's nameless and faceless that we have mm. a food product comes out the market, they should prove that it's good for us instead of us trying to prove it's bad for us because that's what we have to do. Okay. The human race is stuck in the way of, no, 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 I'm going to spend all of this money to prove it's not bad for us. It should be the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, is, that is absolutely crazy. Yeah. So. kind of links back as well to what you're saying about scientists will spend their time trying to prove themselves wrong. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to, yeah. Yeah, because what, what, what I know is that, you know, cereal isn't good for us. So, yeah. but in, let's say I born the 82 and, you know, breakfast is the most important of the meal of the day. Guess where that came from? Yeah. I'll let you take a guess at that. But <laughs> <laughs> we didn't use to really eat breakfast. We certainly didn't use to eat cereal. And it certainly hasn't got any nutrients in it. So, I mean, why do we eat it, you know? Because it's addictive. Yeah. And, and to me, as a, as a, an everyday, everyday man, um, you know, I, I, had not, I think I had a bowl of Cheerios for my breakfast yesterday. Mm. Um, you know, other brands are available. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> my kids have cereal. Um, my wife has cereal. Like, mm. we all, it's just, well, breakfast, cereal, it makes sense. or so whatever mm. it might be. But actually, that's very heavily, you know. Habitual, maybe? Yeah, yeah. But also, there's like the, the grains and things in there. Mm. It's, that's it's not. Very clever marketing terms. That's all I would say is, yeah. yeah. Does a grain look like it doesn't like that you know, so like you said before food food comes into is you know, products come in packages it's sort of my overall sort of philosophy for food then is a look at a lace it'll get you most of the way there at least anyway yeah. bigger picture enough that if it swims in the sea it grows in the sea so is it a, is it a fish is it is it a plant yeah you know sea plants so is it a plant that grows on the ground is it, is it something that runs on the ground is it an animal is it a bird they're all things that we should eat yeah. you know and that'll get you most of the way there yeah. obviously then there's still the crossbreeding and stuff yeah. let's keep that out of that but really big picture that would i believe would mm. get rid of most of the human race's problems but we don't we live in a product world we do. unfortunately uh, again links to the high fast-paced life that we're living mm-hmm. so actually we drive it we i think yeah, we well, drive the problem and, and obviously we we we're the consumers so if we stop buying cereal then they would catch on really quickly because yeah. they want to make some money and then make something else or yeah. get us some real good nutritious stuff instead, you know? Yeah. Um, and so when you've, you, I suppose it's, we have done that, but it is it is these big, big organisations, big companies mm. that, um, you know, it's like the, the cigarette industry, the, the the battles and things that they've gone through. And, and mm. even now, more recently, we have seen changes in packaging. Mm-hmm. You don't see it on F1 cars anymore. You don't see it as, as promoted out there, but you've still got, you know, uh, a generation of people and, and, and beyond who um, who still smoke, they're still addicted to that. They still um, they still don't see that that 
that's that's what it can do to you. That's what some of the younger smokers and start smokers are, are vaping now. We don't know the issues mm. with that, do yeah, we? Yeah. But yeah, that's it. You've always got to look long term to stuff mm. and be err on the side of caution, isn't it? Something new you've got to be very yeah, yeah. very cautious of. Instead of look, I like to look back and go, well, what did our grandparents do? Yeah, and well before that, because there's plenty of information there. Mm. And weirdly enough, they were living longer than what yeah. we are. So again, yeah. it's that you know. Um, mm. Even things like cigarettes, though, mm. um, you know that if, like, if you if you were to roll a cigarette, for example, um, and, and light it and smoke mm. it, and just was chatting away, eventually that cigarette would, would just it would just burn out. It wouldn't mm. it wouldn't burn all the way. But cigarettes that you buy have chemicals in them, yeah, yeah. so that they could just burn and burn and burn and burn mm. and burn because that's what you know. You think, oh, that's annoying. I don't want it to keep lighting mm. it or this and that. So even even in some industry as as horrible as the the cigarette industry, yeah. they're using chemicals. Yeah. But but going back to what we were talking about earlier with with the the grains and the cereals. So what is it about cereal? What is it about the, this dwarf wheat that that is bad for us? What what does our body do with that when we eat it? I think, from what I understand, it it really just. Going, it's linked to the gut. Like it yeah. just doesn't. It irritates our gut, and it, I believe that you know it's probably one of the factors that helps our. You know, so really in the gut, we've got a, a tropical rainforest of bacteria that you know I'm still even trying to understand with <laughs> with the sort of the mentors I so I'm very lucky to work with. And yeah. just uh, this is a very basic understanding for me. But basically, if you split that bacteria into two opposing armies, I like to say yeah. as part of the the, the the way I'll get to explain to people, then we've got gram negative or just negative bacteria, and then we've got positive bacteria and we've got a lack of the positive bacteria that really um, looks after our gut and keeps us healthy and helps us to absorb nutrients yeah. as opposed to we've got far too much of the negative bacteria that feeds off stress feeds off sugar feeds off you know um, leading down another rabbit hole of uh, pro-inflammatory omega-6 oils and stuff as well yeah. and if we're if we're feeding the population that's not good for us which, which coincidentally likes to attack our gut line and it eats the mucus line and it opens up junctions in the um, in the uh, cell wall and it eats through the cell wall and we get undigested I don't even want to tell you what gets in there but it's got very poisonous gets yeah. into the body and our body to attack that so there's there's many uh, there's a big slide and scale there and about right. where many of us will be but pick pick the point on there that you don't want to be on and, and like it's all driven by um, negative bacteria being mm. being the dominant force you know as opposed to looking after your gut um yeah. Well, you said that there's there's two armies going ahead and, and we feed them, mm. so, yeah. it's, so we're starving. We're starving the wrong one. That's the right. problem. Yeah. Okay. So that's one of the one of the ways I will work with people is uh, I'll use a prebiotic that I know works. I've seen them working over and time and time yeah. and time and time again. Because yeah. again, I'll only go. Um, I'm a massive fan after sort of a big believer after 20 years of standing telling everyone the same thing all of the time yeah that it's not working again it's like well, okay we need to do things differently yeah and to come up with a really stand yeah. that we'll need to add more in before we take more out mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. thing so yeah. um, we are we're already eating less than we used to so i believe that our mid-victorian counterparts used to eat I'd hate the word calories but about yeah. two to three times more calories than we did okay but it was more nutritious so right. now we're eating less calories yeah. with less nutrition which is not a good combination no. <laughs> so I, I, I live in a, in, a, in a so I with every single one of my clients I will use a, a three supplements to help them out to yeah. put more in the, the stuff that isn't there anymore yeah. and weirdly enough it's getting people some insane, insane results to do that and I yeah. call that uh, an inflammation and absorption stage so we'll look to get rid of inflammation at a cell and the yeah. gut level mm-hmm. which it does and, um, yeah. and then the, the same you know um, yeah. really get you to absorb the nutrients that you're putting in there as well because mm-hmm. we're not what we eat we are what we absorb okay I like that I like that um, so the uh, the the link between inflammation 
and your gut and yeah. the, the cell wall of the gut that is mm. taking a bit of a, a mm. beast in for, to use one of your terms for me um you know what links does that have then with someone like me who has an autoimmune disease how does the immune system it sort of react to to that that feeding of the bad bacteria mm. and and the um the issues that we can create in our gut yeah, I mean, I mean, there's many, many deep avenues there, and it's certainly not my specialism. Again, but from what I understand, is that um, there's many. Again, there's many. There's a big sliding scale there, but on the far end, if your body starts to attack itself, the yeah. immune system's on high alert. Mm-hmm. When you can't make your immune system better, you can yeah. just make it work normally, and um, and yeah. your body working normally is actually pretty amazing. Yeah. And that's what we don't understand anymore. We just need to work normally. Yeah. And in a chemical world, we, back to we, basics. we don't, it's back to basics. Yeah. yeah. So if you use that really uh, simple, you know, yeah. is it, is it, is it a whole food basically? Is yeah. it animal? Is it a plant? If you do that yeah. and, you know, add in some supplements that do work and go out there and make sure they do. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I use blood testing for people. Yeah. It's about, um, you know, making sure that they do work and, and, you know, there is evidence there as well, but we need to, uh, you know, calm that, Mm-hmm. immune system back down make it work normally yeah because uh, it is very complex and something i yeah probably going to take the rest of the life to understand yeah. and that's why i work with experts and i'm not an expert that helps you know yeah. leaning on there they, I suppose, you call them experts because to you they're, ne- they're yeah, experts yeah. but they will probably have people that they deem to be experts that they're learning yeah. from and and some of them have been it. in the field for 50 years as well yeah. so mm-hmm. um but it's, it's good to be able to lean on them as well but yeah definitely, um, definitely. You know, so we need to balance that good bacteria and, and primarily a lot of our problems come from. So I know their UK st- statistics, 70% of our uh, diseases are linked back to the gut. Yeah. So that's massive. That's a that's mm. huge place to work, isn't it? Yeah. And, that's ma- and there's a lot of um, sort of correlation between the amount of lack of fibre we have. Yeah. You know, okay. so lack of fibre in our uh, diet and the diversity of fibres. Right. So the prebiotic I use is actually eight types of fibre. Right. Which gets us back to the fiber limit we should be at on a daily basis yeah a number the, the amount of fiber and b the diversity of it yeah. which basically helps to feed that positive bacteria and goes through in sort of it's been selected it's often food you know mm-hmm. it's very cleverly designed and put together that yeah. it moves through your gut in uh different stages or speeds let's call it mm-hmm. like uh, fast medium slow and extra slow to create a fermentation process i believe and just really wake up that bacteria and you know flip mm-hmm. it over in a couple of weeks yeah. and um I'm really looking forward to uh, a, a test to come out for that in yeah. the very near future as well, which is which is exciting. And that is yeah, that is exciting to hear. Um, being that there's there seems to be a lot of progress in the field that you're you're specialising in, mm. but they're not stopping there. And, and it really resonates me, with me that because you've 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 been educating me around what the gut does and, and things like that for for a while now. But um, with with MS, you know, it's it's the immune system attacking the lining of your nerves, which mm. causes these. You know, you think stripping the wire, the the, the coating off a wire, it's going to spark. Yeah it's going to not do not going to work properly so realizing that that perhaps has a bigger link to my gut and to the the cells in my body um you know perhaps yeah i mean, I've, I've not been not the best diet of my entire life um so that you know i've certainly got a sweet uh, a sweet tooth the uh, sweet teeth the ones that i've got left yeah, yeah. um <laughs> uh, so yeah that that you're not when you the thing I've, I've always loved about the conversations that we've had is that when you've um when you've uh, talked to me, talked through st- stuff with me, it all makes sense what you're saying. There's nothing that kind of you're saying. I'm like, well, that's just I don't I don't know what you're on about. Whereas actually, what you're talking about makes sense. Well, it needs to, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It needs to absolutely make sense for for, pe- for people who understand so I work yeah. or work with people on an individual basis. But my job with everything is just to get to ask people 
yeah question everything question everything question yeah. me as well you know yeah. like, but, but the whole entire process if you want to come have a conversation when it's come and do that i'd love to do that i'd love to love to talk health with anyone yeah you know i'll wherever i go i end mm-hmm. up getting into these conversations with people well, and it's not about me trying to take some of the information that you talk to the person about <laughs> not me trying to be an expert and as well this is what i found along the way this is experience from all of the clients i've helped and certainly in the last year that's been pretty you know yeah more and more diverse and deeper than I've ever been able to do before. Yeah. Um, using blood testing and using sort of to speed things up and, you know, put things right is, yeah. is, is one of them. So yeah, yeah, just come and talk to me about that. Well, the, 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 the blood testing was, a, and it has been for other people I know who've, who've worked with you, a real eye opener. Cause I think my stats came back and it said I was dead. I think it was, yeah. um, it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't make for good reading, did it? And, um, you know, I'm, I've been, uh, been, um, using some of the probiotics and some of the, the supplements that you recommended mm. uh, as well as some of the lifestyle changes mm. that you've taught me through. And I certainly have felt a benefit from that. And uh, I say that as yeah. it, that's, that's an understatement of considering how difficult the years leading up to that have been in terms of my energy levels and things like that. I noticed a change straight away. So what was that moment like for you, even as someone who's fit and healthy, when you introduced the probiotic to your, your diet and your, your routines, your habits, mm. how did that make you feel and how, how quickly did you notice any changes? Great question, but it's just going to minor correction there. <laughs> it's prebiotic and not probiotic. Oh, right, okay. From what I believe, they did, you know, I believe that prebiotics work better because they do feed the bacteria in there yep. instead of putting more in. Just the sometimes that does clear, yep. does clear up with people. And I've seen it working time and time again. But me yeah. personally, actually, yeah, I mean, I was fit and healthy, and I, I was gonna, I was gonna, um, yeah, I was gonna really do really well at these blood tests, and I didn't. So I was that, yeah. that was the eye opener. But me personally, then the the prebiotic helped affected my mouth bacteria right. so like uh, i've always suffered with plaque always suffered, yeah. suffered with, with my teeth yeah. obviously been deficient in a lot of things for lots of years okay. which started in childhood mm-hmm. you know going back to all the things we've talked today yeah. and That's another lifestyle issue yeah, i guess another yeah. lifestyle issue that until you know you really open your mind to this but yeah i literally had hard lumps of plaque falling off my teeth Ooh. within a couple of weeks <laughs> which which sounds disgusting yeah. but it's also pretty amazing that oh yeah you know I'd I'd, it fall off i've been the protocol i follow now um both, you know, the lifestyle side being at least 10 years since I've been doing that, but certainly just using some sort of more intelligent supplements these days to really uh, keep myself right. That's been almost a year now, and that's been one of the massive changes for me. Yeah. It, it's just that, that looking after my teeth side, but there's many, many other benefits, and everyone I do work with that does that has their own story, which I've got. Again, if you, you know, if you want to come speak about any of them, Please do, because uh, I've got lots of them. Uh, yeah. Lots of personal stories that I would uh, happily share. Yeah, oh, fantastic. It's good to see that, that, that you are getting those results with people and, and they're seeing that change and, and singing your praises. Um, uh, you know, it, and my, my sort of reaction to it initially was like, this is so good. Like, why why am I not hearing more about this anywhere else? And why aren't there more of, why aren't there more Coach Ben's kind of pushing this? But I guess that kind of does link back to the, perhaps the pharmaceutical side of things that is, is the bigger, bigger drive. It's what mm-hmm. we used to, it's what we think we should be doing, but actually, you know, understanding more about how our bodies work, which I thought I figured, you know, loosely I'm not a doctor or a surgeon by any stretch, but I, I kind of got how the body works mm-hmm. and I, put calories into my body and mm. burnt calories off and that, you know, I should put less calories in than I burn off and then I'll be fit and healthy if I watch my levels and it's not the case, you know, I've no. found out mm. hard way. It's not at all, yeah, it's far yeah. more complex than that. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> everything you put in is certainly yeah. is going to affect all of your, we're basically just collection of hormones, aren't we? and everything, yeah. every food you put in 
forget about calories. I'm never going to, you know, I only yeah. ever use that word for context for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you put whole foods in, well, it's just got natural compounds in that. Your body knows what it is. Yeah. It doesn't have to guess around that. It'll break it down and it'll get used for the mechanisms that it's got, which is many of. Um, and then if you put chemicals in, then, you know, let's say, uh, are you going to absorb vitamin D from the sun? Better or put in, you know, some vitamin D supplement. You know, you're always going to get the more natural version first. Yeah. Or if that's a piece of food that was the one of them heritage foods, if we could still get them, I'm sure they're all locked away in a vault in like Iceland somewhere, <laughs> where for the end of the world, yeah, yeah. end of the world, and it's flying to another planet. Yeah. But <laughs> it's really you see hard that to get in a lot of sci-fi films. Don't you? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's, it might be uh, Day After Tomorrow or something like mm. that, where they've got all these crops uh, yeah. on, on on lockdown ready. But um, they'll be Heritage Foods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a good brand name, that, doesn't it? I'm yeah. sure I think Heritage Foods might actually be a company, mm. but um, I'm not sure they'll be doing the uh, he the actual Heritage Foods that we mm. we, we need. So, uh, And and you've said that that is really driven from convenience and perhaps cost as well. Mm. People or companies want to push the foods that, you know, if there was a, a better product that cost them more to produce or to grow, mm. they're probably going to lean more maybe to the one that's easier to... to, to to grow and to get out and churn out and, and go from there. Yeah, it's all, all about profits and stuff, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I've just sort of, you know, in the last year, I've, I, even though I've been doing this for a long time, I've sort of fell into a niche, if you know what I mean, yeah. by, just by helping people mm -hmm. and figuring out, wow, I'm like, and that niche really is to help people with their skin. And yeah, literally at the moment, I've got a 100% record of clearing up eczema and psoriasis and stuff. And I mean, clearing up, get rid of it. Yeah. Because, you know, we're putting creams in our body. If you, if you think about that sensibly, how yeah. can putting a cream on your skin get rid of it because your skin yeah. is made of cells and it isn't changing it at a cellular yeah. level. It might so, soothe it. As yeah, a, as you, a, might, you might temporarily get rid of it. It's going to come back in like, yeah. you know, you do need to actually get to cause, root cause and yeah. that might be my engineer's brain going in, well, mm -hmm. okay, well, you're just a system and where where's the sort of, where is the start of it? Well, yeah. a cellular level and a gut yeah. level is a great place to start and all that because yeah. that's what we do. And when, when we've talked, the the obviously looking at it through through my eyes, I'm really interested in learning all about mm. the, you know, the, how it affects the immune system, how it does this and how it does that. Um, more so from a, from a disease, you know, whether it be a lifestyle disease mm. that someone might have, but actually what you talked about there, it doesn't, that skin conditions and other conditions wasn't even something I, I'd mm. not even thought about, but actually because we are almost factory resetting our bodies to how they should be, yeah. there's lots of these conditions that, that can be treated and, and skin is, is one of those, yeah, that, that seems to be the most common these days. Obviously, the most visual. So I like to say to everyone, unfortunately, our body doesn't have a carb dashboard warning system. It yeah. doesn't tell you you've got all level <laughs> problems or your tire yeah. pressure or whatever. Unfortunately, we don't get that. But actually, if you think about it, it does. Yeah. Like in the, in the one skin's one of them. It's giving you a sign, you yeah. know, and, you know us not getting out of bed with energy every day, actually that's a sign. Yeah. If you look at it like that, you know, yeah. uh, uh, joint pain every day, headaches, you know, arthritis, you you, you name it, gut issues, IBS, they draw, that's not normal. No. So if it's not normal, what is normal? And yeah. then, you know, how do we get back yeah. to normal? How do we get back to normal? And how do we, importantly for those that don't have that yet, yet being one of one of mm. those words, I guess, how do we prevent that from happening? That's always been yeah. your mantra. It has it with medicine, I guess, hasn't it? Prevention better than cure, but, yeah. but, there's no more better way of doing that than through through lifestyle and diet and, 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 and nutrition than reactively thinking, oh no, I need to, I need to fix this. It's not, yeah. The, the number one thing yeah. is obviously, 
we now just like I said, we're driven by the word calories and stuff where it's just nameless and fameless. No one actually owns calories, so we can <laughs> someone can point the blame towards that. And yeah, it's actually yeah. just just and it doesn't work if you know what yeah. I mean. Well, actually, the body, like I said, runs on hormones, and every food you put in there yeah. has a hormonal effect and it changes all that. And then the other one is to another rabbit hole to go down is timing, isn't it? Yeah. So that's another one. Yeah. Well, let's go down that rabbit hole then. So. All right then. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I fell into fasting. Let you you will understand it as fasting. I like to call it time restricted eating. Okay. Um, if you want to go follow someone like Doctor Sachin Panda or something, he'd be probably <laughs> one of the best people to ever go. Okay. Follow that. Awesome. Yeah. But uh, I've heard I've, lots, I've heard other people mention fasting mm, and things like that, and yeah. um, I know of people who've who've tried it, um, but I've never really fully understood why or what what the benefits are other than obviously they want to get a bit trimmer get in shape but yeah i've seen some i've seen some of your results that you've posted and geez i mean yeah. you're a fit lad you you, you look after mm. yourself you 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 obviously the, the the help that you help other people with mm. you, you you practice what you preach but even you saw incredible results through fasting yeah yeah that's i mean i suppose where did it start and why for me was it was going back that time in africa and literally people were dying around us you know getting sick yeah. and, you know and literally getting brain diseases and all sorts yeah. of mad stuff and all that they were communicable diseases things that are going to spread yeah, in course, Africa because you know literally people live in stick houses and pee in the streets sort of thing you know yeah. there's, there's no and the people there you know I would be around them and be touching them and be cuddling them and handshakes yeah. and stuff and you know you're gonna you're gonna start to pick stuff up. I was like, well, is there, and there must be ways that I can give myself extra protection. Yeah. And that's when I I was using supplements back then, mm-hmm. and I've all you know that would give me some good research. These are before I believe Facebook groups and stuff. Yeah. So I was like in you know what you would call them now now these days, but where all the geeks hang out maybe in yeah, forums yeah. <laughs> and in in America with probably most of the industry leaders around <laughs> now and just learning off them and really just fell onto that. And I was like, why didn't I think about fasting? It is something we've done for at least ten thousand years. Yeah. That you know is hardwired in our, in our DNA to have mechanisms is that, primarily is that consciously though or, or unconsciously fasting <clears throat> so and that yeah so that's just it's just I, think, I believe it's hardwired in our DNA because the way we've lived so our body has developed a mechanism to deal with adversity because it's just one of them and I was oh, I'm going to use this as a way to stay healthier when I was in Africa and that's now 10 years that I've been practicing in many Weird shapes or forms. Yeah. Um, and I do like the word time restricted eating because it's a bit more sort of visual yeah. in that way. I think fasting, I, there's connotations with I'm starving, I'm fasting. Yeah, yeah. So people you think, oh my God, I'm trying to starve yourself. Actually, you're not. If you ate the same amount of, there's that word again, calories, you just yeah. ate the same amount of food, yeah. but a good quality and a, and a, you know, whole foods in a short window, you could do that and still lose weight. That's yeah. not the actual reason you do it. You're not it. consuming less. You're just being more strategic or or careful about when you consume those foods rather than Instead what of being taught to spread it out through the day, which again is all pops up in this modern sort of uh, society and, and yeah. it obviously doesn't work because look, look at what's happening in the world. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I at least teach my, every single one of my clients this so they can make the, the informed choice and most of them will do that. And obviously, again, coincidentally get great results to do that, but it's actually not about weight loss. And that's why no. what I provide isn't a weight loss service. Will they lose weight as part of that? Likely. Yeah. 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 But it's actually to get them healthier. So yeah. Um, so that's the reason I do it. So literally, you know, prevention of illness, ailment, disease yep. is another mechanism to, so, so I like to say, people, I use stuff from the past, time-restricted eating, use stuff from the future, you know, modern supplements and, and blood testing. And it's a great combination there. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there'll be things in the past that, that haven't worked. It's having that that um, that knowledge and understanding mm-hmm. to, to, to look at what has worked and, and look at why it works with the body and look at what we can do now as opposed to, blasting our food with preservatives actually using technology using understanding that we have to 
pick the right foods and look at the right supplements and and, yeah. and, and look at it that way. So I, I would say, if anything, timing of food, time of as equally as important yep. as the food we eat. So food, at yeah. least 50-50 there. So mm. 50% is timing yep. and then 50% the quality of the food it's that, with it's the that nutrients close. in and, that, and that's the yeah. simple, simple way to look at it. So I, I would have assumed that it's the bigger part of thing is is what we're eating and the nutrition and, and maybe fasting mm. adds to that and as a smaller percentage but actually what you're saying there is it's 50-50 it's I'd say so yeah wow <coughs> and then there's obviously many different types of um, fasting or time restricted eating yeah and you know it's a, it, it is a skill because we've been I would mm. class us as sugar burners now where we were addicted to sugar mm-hmm. which we, we which we shouldn't be known deal very well with and it burns very dirty and definitely, causes loads, definitely of, one of, those guys. <laughs> loads of loads of illnesses and yeah. me too as well yeah, I've yeah. been sugar addict all my life and mm-hmm. I've finally broken that cycle and I've only really done that by fasting where people might use the term hangry that's yeah. just you haven't even got control of your blood sugar levels right okay. or actually you should have because yeah. you should be able to go through sustained periods but I believe the longest uh, fast on record and no doubt you know you know someone did it longer but yeah. a medical a record fast of 384 days and all he had was you know basically salts or electrolytes you know and that was yeah. in water because obviously that's what's what, the key isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. yeah water and electrolytes together and then sort of right you know um, ratios are going to keep you alive actually because your human body is just a storage system for fat which you know we convert sugar to fat and store, store it as energy so we're just a storage yeah. system so if we're a storage system and we can pull it back out if we do the right things. But That's we'll it. never we'll never take energy out of the cells and, and never truly lose weight and get into the sort of health we want to if we're if we're just eating all of the time. Yeah. Because you just put in that mm. that those if, even if it is nutrients, I suppose you could put on a lot of weight by just consuming, consuming, consuming even nutritious food, but yeah, yeah, to a certain extent. Well look at uh, fruit, yeah. So we're we're, yeah. we're you know, like a like a, maybe like a bear would, you know, only, you know, have all that food in the in, in that time and try to fatten up for winter. Well we're stuck in a winter that never ends, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that's the way we live in yeah. now. Because we don't eat seasonally anymore. Yeah. yeah. That's you, one of the You mentioned fruit earlier on then, mm. so I understand that, you know, I should have my five a day. Some say mm. should be should be 10 a day now. Mm. When you said that, that perhaps that isn't the case, is that because of the types of fruit, because it should be eating them seasonally, or is that fruit in general? Or is it, you know, we should still be having our fruit every day, but not necessarily the same fruits? Or? Uh, I would say just generally try to reduce fruit intake. And even though it, it is good for us, we should, uh, you know, because it's, it, it's finding it into making it more seasonally. That's really hard to do in the modern world, but, mm. you know, have your own, have your own sort of guideline for that. I'm, I like fruit, obviously, yeah. but no, shouldn't have it all the time and I, you know I'm, I'm probably not going to be eating it in a two-month period okay you know so i will try it have a, a rule well okay well i enjoy fruit i might have it once a week in a yeah some frozen berries probably the best option would be berries yeah. you know if, if mm-hmm. you were going to have fruit um so yeah. yeah that's just my personal guideline there's, yeah there are there's certain fruits and, and, and vegetables that are, that are better for you mm. there was um Dr. Walls and the Walls protocol that you you pointed me to mm. um so so for those listening to um a medical doctor and um, was diagnosed with MS, got a very aggressive type yeah, of MS, yeah. was quite quickly in um, like a standing wheelchair. And her um, her sort of statement, her mantra is that she believes she's cured herself uh, of her MS through mm. through diet. There are some some skeptics, I guess, as there will be with anything like that um, in, in sort of the, the MS community. Mm. Um, but one of the things that, that I've, I've always remembered from, that stuck with me from what she said, and I don't know how effective it is, but she was talking about an easy way to remember the good fruits that are really good mm. I suppose there's, there's no, maybe not necessarily a thing as a bad fruit but yeah. the, the better fruits that your body can digest better are the ones that if you cut them in half are the same colour from the outside as they are inside mm. which I think with mm. berries straw, yeah. you know, strawberries blueberries raspberries I have probably more than any other fruit 
they are the same bananas apples not so much mm. because and, and I thought that was really interesting but um, that's again I mean that's a rabbit hole and a half it's a whole book so maybe go through but there's oh, some, yeah, then, there's some then, great then books then and you can look at what we talk about her heritage and also you know then if you could follow your DNA structure back and you were born in Europe then well, I don't know what did grow in Europe berries and something else maybe yeah. there's all them rabbit holes to go down yeah, as well yeah. so obviously no wonder people get confused yeah oh, exactly <laughs> yeah no so wonder I, people get I confused think some of, I think maybe some of the companies will be bombarded with those information <laughs> where it's really confusing and say just have a bowl of cereal just have that's, <laughs> that, and that's, that's that, easy don't worry about it absolutely that that's, that's yeah. the thing, isn't it? Cost yeah. is so much. It's just easier to do that. Yeah. So no wonder we do it. So, yeah. you know, no we're wonder. rush. We're not going for early rush. rush. And that's why in a modern world where I use, work with loads of busy clients and say, well, okay, just help these supplements are going to help, you know? <laughs> Before we even do anything else, let's add a bit more in yeah. and let's stop worrying about what we're going to take out. And let's then feed the right, the right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So let's right. just improve absorption. Let's pr- improve inflammation. Let's get rid of that. And if them two things go away, then you know you're gonna yeah. you're gonna do a lot better regardless and then you know yeah. um if we can help it with the food as well which is great yeah oh, it's so interesting it's like such a I, I, we've, we've used that term rabbit hole mm-hmm. quite a lot because there's so many that you can go and almost so many curtains you can look behind to, mm-hmm. to see what's 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 really going on and more than anything i self-practice all the, all of these things i self-practice and i always have done so it's yeah. not just because i read it yeah because i'm actually doing it and, yeah. I, and I find it you know and i've got a personal story test behind it, it. Yeah. i always test it on myself first I'm yeah. like, oh, who can i test this on next? And then <laughs> that, 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 that my sphere of influence goes out yeah. to friends family eventually clients and then yeah. you know and so on and so on and so on yeah. and perhaps not everyone needs the same things because they've not ended up in the the same situation or, or the body's not in the same condition um some of us may have more fat stored than others and, and other people might have other conditions going on and, and it's about correcting that isn't it in the right way and and changing that mindset changing our view, how we view food and why i mean i love food as as lots of us do and and mm. i do like those foods that are really mm. tasty and um i like those foods that um i used the term earlier that you uh you pulled me up on which was treats and yeah, uh, yeah. it's not yeah no we certainly not the way we should view it is it yeah we certainly haven't earned them anyway yeah no so we haven't we, there shouldn't be a cheat they're not cheating because you're only cheating yourself I'll yeah use, uh, one, of, one of the doctors i work with dr colin robson who's a yeah. who's a legend uh so that's, <laughs> that's his words there and i love that you know yeah. we're only cheating ourselves. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah but everyone you know can, can have some you know i'll say everyone but it's okay having certain things in moderation and, yeah. and it's just when it becomes because of the convenience you know we could we could go for a walk now and, and we could easily get you know a donut and, mm. and this and that it's all yeah. accessible and and people are pushing these these sugary tasty yeah. foods because they know people want them and we're addicted to them and we and we will will we'll seek them out whereas if we look at how why we need food and, and what mm. the, what foods do to us and what we do with them then yeah, it's going to do more positive things. We're not going to be storing excesses of fats because we're not going to be consuming excesses of the wrong types of things. We're going to have a good number of the right fats and, and yeah, yeah, reduce yeah. our sugars, maybe just natural sugars yeah. and, and, and wheats. And it's just blows my mind. I mean, there, 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 there's there's many, many rabbit holes to go down, isn't there? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just, just eat, you know, eat less often, eat about the same, yeah. eat more healthier fats. And, you know, we do, we do need them, you know? Yeah. Um, something we've not really touched on is like you know something I've really been learning about the last couple of years and, and obviously now seeing 820,000 blood tests later to look at things yeah. like how man-made fats are affecting the human body yeah. so things like vegetable oils stay clear of them altogether this is another yes. deep rabbit hole in itself but to stay try to stay clear of them these spray oils I mean 
what is oil sprayable? I mean, what? You know, so you, <laughs> yeah. What else is in that now? Yeah, yeah. So what have they put in there to, to make it do that? So vegetable fats are terrible for us. Right. Okay, stay away from rapeseed oil, stay, stay away from corn oil, stay away from sprayable oils, okay. um, you know, anything like that and stick towards natural fats. Extra yeah. virgin olive oil being the yes. best fat ever on yeah. anything, whether it's, I always actually leaned against, you know, it's g- generally meant to be saturated fats that handle heat better. Okay. And only just recently has it come out to say actually extra virgin olive olive oil because of that word polyphenol briefly touching it earlier it's actually there you know the, it's always been my number one cold oil to go to but actually you can yeah. actually heat and even fry with it which i mean reading surprised about and that's yeah. a great thing about research science again is it's yeah. just always updating so extra virgin olive oil for everything yeah you know coconut oil is another great choice but even them natural fats our parents use mm-hmm. beef dripping glad them type of things when you in the oven that's natural fats your body yeah. your body will absorb them you know what i mean yeah. just, that word there natural Natural fats, yeah, yeah, as opposed to a man-made one where, you know, yeah. basically the chemical structure will have broken down because of the heat and it's got, it does affect you on a, on, a, on a cellular level and it hardens your cells, you know, so yeah. one of the things. One of the, I mean, I've said earlier that, um, that one of the phrases you used was, was, was food not, not coming in packaging and uh, obviously oil is a bit of going to go there with your, with your hands cupped, mm. but um, the, the bottles that, that, they're easy to, to recognise. It's the, usually the solid green coloured, yeah. or well, slightly translucent, but the green as opposed to a clear bottle full of yeah, vegetable or whatever it might be. These extra virgin olive oils typically go for the, the green bottle, extra virgin olive oil, and you can cook with that. You can add it to yeah. salad. You can do all sorts of simple, simple life tip right there. I'm glad you not glad you said that because yeah, it's just one of them things we just take for second nature. Yeah, um, because obviously I think it's so we've got light oxygen and heat will oxidize stuff yeah yeah so and if you've got a clear bottle then it's not going to help it's, it's, no. it's going to oxidize no. so yeah always go for anything like an oil make sure it's, it's going to be stable by it's in a dark yeah. bottle whether that's yeah. in a plastic or glass or make sure it's a dark bottle yeah because that light's going to affect it isn't it and then right. obviously you've got your, your heat of your body and then you've got oxygen as well so it's trying to there's more rabbit holes yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it's so that's, almost, a, that's a simple life tip isn't it if you're going to buy them yeah. you should do because it's the, like I said it's oh. the number one like healthy fat to have yeah. uh, on everything look yeah. at the Mediterranean diet just yeah. drizzled in it then buy mm. a good one that comes in a uh, yeah dark container yeah you've mentioned the the um mediterranean sort of lifestyle and, and, mm. and culture i guess um a, a number of times to to me because that, that is you know you look at their their, um, I mean, their environment is different, but yeah. their their lifestyle and their diet is a lot mm. different. But they get different results as well, don't they? I mean, yeah. Look, look at the. Well, yeah. I mean, you go to go to Greece or go to any of the. So let's uh, bring in a term. I suppose blue zones, and I think there's only seven or eight blue zones left in the world where people still live naturally. I think there's at least one in Greece and one in Spain, or there might yeah. be three there. So you you, so you put the connection to that. But there's there's many seven or eight around the world where people still live naturally. They're living longer without disease, you know, and there's no chemicals. Yeah. You know, you do, do you do the simple maths, and yeah. it's you know that's that's why people in blue zones do live longer. Yeah, you know, so. Is their lifestyle is different? Therefore, lifestyle disease—the mm. you, you, the term you used earlier—that yeah. that lifestyle is different. Therefore, you don't see those lifestyle diseases, which I guess really does back up what you're saying there about how cancers and and and, and chronic and, and, and critical illnesses mm. can can cause um, you know can be an envir- a reaction to our environment more so than than anything else. Yeah, yeah, a build up of all of them, isn't it? You know, so mm-hmm. how the so epigenetics, when it was mapped, I believe it's roughly about eighty percent of what we have control of. Yeah. So imagine your uh, your 
genetics is a series of switches where we've got 20% we can't control because that's our, you know, that's our, what we're stuck with. Yeah. But actually that in a positive light, then we've got 80% of everything we do, we have control of. Yeah. So every single decision we make every day, yeah. from the moment we get out of bed till the moment we go to sleep, that will affect our genetics as in we can turn them switches on and off. So okay. epi epigenetics is the term where, yeah, so we have control to switch them on and off. That's the way I visualize it for people. So we get the choice, don't we? We get the choice. Yeah. Is that going to, are you going to have a hundred switches on? Or are you going to, you know, yeah. you're going to do all of these really negative things in a, in a big long line consistently every day. Yeah. And then obviously, are you going to increase your own risk factors by doing that? Yeah. Wow. I suppose then as well, if you, when you're asleep and things like that, you've, if you've already gone to bed, a real deficit and, mm. and detriment to your body, then that recovery time there normally just be building the energy up is, is I suppose, used to correct some of these issues and switches we've, we've turned that we yeah. shouldn't have. And yeah. like you said, if you're waking up tired, that's a real indicator. Yeah, yeah. So there obviously is all the nutrient deficiencies up, but that's obviously just having a, a good, um, so I think it's classed as sleep hygiene these days. You know, yeah. there's many experts out there and I just yeah. went and adopted all of the stuff that, is, that they did and coincidentally got better sleep by doing that, you know. Yeah. So yeah. there's many, many uh, aspects to um, lifestyle coaching where you've, again, you've, you've, mm. you've read it, you've tested it, yeah. you've given people their own story and then you integrate it in other people's lives. Mm. You know, and then that's why we have experts, isn't it? The world yeah. doesn't need loads of experts where we should maybe open our eyes and ask bigger questions and stuff. We need them experts to teach mm -hmm. us and drive us forward. But also we do need to, uh, you know, we do need to question stuff and ask bigger picture. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. It's, yeah, not just going with the flow, not eating what what we see on the TV all the time, not, mm. you know, following the same path. It's, it, yeah, question it and, and, and do your research. And uh, to be fair, like I said, from, from the... The, the the time that we've known each other, there's some of the things that I've learned and and some of the changes I've I've made. It, it's, it has been really interesting. Um, one that you mentioned um, to me when we when we first um, were, were catching up, and, and one that some people might have seen now recently is is, is Wim Hof, and he's yeah. he's got his own sort of theories and things as well, mm. which link quite nicely to to some of the things you do in terms of cellular health and things like that. But he, you know, it, for those that haven't perhaps seen the program, the program perhaps isn't presenting him in the best light. I don't think because I'm, I'm a real advocate of his um and i don't think the show is perhaps the best but but you know have you sort of looked into in, in more so in, into what what he's doing and, and how he um yeah has, i think it's a natural progression that where it's good to see that getting into, not that i watch tv i just read books all the time i'm, yeah. like I'm a nerd but uh <laughs> no no it's good to see that get into the main light i mean a lot of my friends have been on his courses have been to poland where it all yeah. started for him and uh yeah you know just tap into the uh, the immune uh, sorry the uh the functions that we thought were unprogrammable but yeah. you know it turns out now that we do have control of them with things like breathing yeah you know and there's many many things out there again it's all holistic and that's why i take yeah. massive interest but it's been around for a long time right his is the modern version of it he's okay. been you know he's, he's really brought it forward yeah. things like you know fasting as well so you might think someone like i don't know dr jason fung might be the the modern godfather of fasting but he didn't create it you know maybe yeah, he, yeah. he's just the person who's given all the science and maybe just that needed credibility to it all when someone yeah. sits down and explains it um you know but uh, you know wim hof is uh his is all self-practice and he's done amazing things for the people i don't know go follow it but yeah breathing's a massive part isn't it yeah just, yeah. just nasal breathing as opposed to we've now developed mouth breathing again yeah. one of millions of rabbit holes are going yeah, out isn't yeah. it? they're all just good things to go and practice yourself yeah well definitely definitely what would be what would be uh sort of your sort of uh, 
advice to anyone who's listening then that, that um, other than coming come, come to speak to you because we're going to mm. make sure that everyone's got your details yeah. uh, should they want to get in touch what would be kind of your to, to sort of summarise into sort of a bit of advice that they could just take away now yeah, and, take and put away into practice yeah I mean yeah I'll certainly try to eat less often or, or certainly entertain the fact as well because you know um, one of the main problems with that would be if we are when we are eating too often we're just in constantly and let's keep it really simply in storage mode all the time instead mm -hmm. of releasing energy out and most of us have developed uh basically insulin sensitivity which comes from an excess of eating uh certainly yeah. more carbohydrates than anything else and that yeah. will raise our blood sugar levels our then our storage hormone insulin will stuff stuff into the cells and just yeah. like if you drank al alcohol every day for five days on the fifth day you'd need more than you did on the first a yeah. lot more Tolerance. your body's going to work that way for hormones as well so you constantly need more and more um insulin for example to stuff yeah. that away so you should obviously be exercising all that sort of stuff but a, a fasting's a great one to, to stick in there or time restricted eating to be able to yeah. really break yourself out of that insulin sensitivity and help you yeah. to uh, feel healthier, more energy, um, and you know, just a different way of looking at stuff. Always just think, oh, I've never done this, so what's going to happen if I sort of go and try that? So at least open your mind to go and try something that has been around for many, many ten thousands of years. Yeah, no, that's very so, But yeah, just just try eat whole foods as much as you can, best to your budget, because obviously we all have one, you know. Yeah. Actually, no one actually benefits from fasting, or no one financially benefits. So well, you know. Possibly that's why we don't hear that, as much about it. Yeah. yeah, that's, you know, so that's another reason as well. I generally have one or two meals a day sort of thing, you know. Yeah. And if I am going to buy me supplements, which I do, that yeah. that massively pays for them instantly. Just that's a positive way to look at it, yeah. you know. I'm investing in my own health to do that. And that's one of the ways I'll do yeah. it by, well, do I need to go and eat that cereal or could I save yeah. that money and buy something very nutritious that I can put yeah. in the body that I know is going to help us? I think there's a misconception there, isn't there, that healthy food is more expensive when actually vegetables, fruit, mm. you know, for those that eat fresh meats and, and fish and stuff like that, it's, it's actually if you if you if you can budget it in the right way, and then then you need to buy food to, mm. to survive and to to to, you know, to eat and, and to get that energy. But you know, if we, we, most of us will have a pair of trainers kicking about at home, we can go out for a nice walk yeah. or a bit of a jog, and yeah. fasting doesn't cost anything. So yeah. there's two things you can do that don't cost you anything. Going out, getting as early as you possibly can. That's the point there. Just mm -hmm. getting out as soon as you can, and close to daylight, as, the start of daylight as possible. Okay. Because that's going to, with no sunglasses on, by the way, like oh, I okay. was told off by one of my really good friends, oh, Dr. Really? Dr. Gus, by I've stopped wearing sunglasses in this country. The only caveat would be is if I'm driving and yeah, I've got glare. Other than that, we don't need them. They're not this, not this latitude, and we just, you know, it's going to help to set our body clock. You know, chronobiology, oh, okay. which is a which is a rabbit hole in the science yeah. in itself, is you know allowing it, that will set our clock, our master clock for the day, which will control everything. Right. So that just getting that sunlight in the morning, go and, yeah. go and get out and just do that. So quick your body walk. knows it's time to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it really does sharpen yeah. you up. So exactly, and also yeah. weirdly enough that will help you go to sleep at night time as well by having that body clock yeah. set at the right time. And if if you could, and you, you can't always, but catching that last light as well, right. yeah, that would be a perfect way of, yeah. of uh, free stuff to do, isn't it? You know, a little 10 minute walk in the morning and a 10 minute yeah. walk at night is going to help your body to realise that as opposed to, I know we, we have, you know, a lot of, uh, sunglasses can be a real fashion accessory and, and, and mm. you know, it's complete, might complete your look, but actually, yeah, yeah you don't want, you, you might put them on in the middle of the day and, and your body thinks, oh, getting darker yeah do you know just keep things really simple so that's a good one and then just you, you know most people don't and they actually need to go to a gym you know you could yeah, just yeah. do you could do some really simple strength work look at gymnasts you know yeah calisthenics actually most people do because they don't know what to do it's just yeah. you know there's all the education's out there but you you could do that uh and you know and 
invest that into your health as well yeah and as opposed to health and fitness are slightly different things if you know what I mean so there are many different ways to look at it but yeah you can do some strength work because your your muscles are the only thing going to keep your skeleton up so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I imagine it would struggle otherwise mm. wouldn't it this has been uh, even though I've we've had conversations similar to this before mm. I've learned so much uh, talking to you here and I'm, I'm sure other people listening or watching obviously you can catch the uh, I say obviously it's not obvious unless I told you before but um this will be is available on YouTube, so you can you can see our lovely mushes as we're chatting away, and it's the the um, the podcast will be available in all the places that you typically get your podcasts from. But if people want to get in touch with you, Ben, I'll obviously leave links wherever I can in yeah. on the YouTube description in the uh, show notes on mm. the podcast. But if someone wants to get in touch with you and learn more, pick your brain. Where can they Where can they find you? Yeah, I mean you can find my number on the website uh, yeah. Equilibrium Preventive Health UK. Yeah go and try and spell all of that find, <laughs> find me on Facebook find me on Instagram LinkedIn by yep. my name Ben Jakeman mostly I actually use my own profile as a business profile as well because yep. you know, I obviously live and breathe health coaching as much as a, you know it is as a lifestyle yep. so you will tend to find me on social media anyway not that I use it for business it's just yep. because I put that's what I'm doing as a health yeah, coach yeah, yeah. really, yeah. So you come find me on uh, any of them platforms and uh, yeah. send me a message and I'd love to uh, help, help out if I can. And if I can't, as always, I'll just uh, point you in the right direction, you know. Fantastic. That's great. Like I said, yeah, I'll leave all those links uh, everywhere I can so that people can get in touch with you. But thank you for being my first guest. I've loved it. And yeah. Um, I've been absolutely my pleasure, yeah. So. Brilliant. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Cheers.